Okay, everybody. Yes. Hi. Welcome. This is Quinspiracy. I'm Anthony Quinn. You know that already. Yes. I don't do really many intros anymore because I have, it's a pandemic and I have very talented people on the line. And I have this young man on the line right now. His name is Joey Rosenberg. What's up, Joey? How you doing, Quinn? How's it going, man? Are you okay? I am good. I think this whole thing is conspiracy. I think there's lice. I think a lot of kids didn't get checked for lice, and this whole corona thing is just an excuse so we can take care of the lice problem that is loose in our country. Wow. Oh, my yeah. God. Cool. And I remember when I was a kid, man, they were checking all the kids' heads for lice. You remember, like, like third grade, fourth grade? All of a sudden, that stopped, and then look what happened a few years later. Corona. <laughs> all right. Hey. You know, and that's the thing, Joey, is one of the things I talk about on this show is that what they've done to information these days, you know, what we've done, what they've done, what has happened to information is just, I mean, you could you could probably support that with facts, Joey, if you really wanted to. Sure. You could always find somebody somewhere who will listen to what you say, no matter how ridiculous it is. And that's, it, but the thing is, that's nothing new. They, like The internet has made people think a lot of things that we are just getting to know about now because it's so public. It's like the first time it happened. Like, no, there's been smear campaigns. There's been, uh, like, what are the, what's that word for a, a, a conflict that's, you know, like the Gulf of Tonkin. What was that? Like a, a covert something? That like was a just, coup? Sometimes it's a coup, they call it. Yeah, yeah, like things like that. Like, that's been happening for years, especially back in the day where, you know, most places probably didn't even have a written press. If they were, you know, they're probably subject to, like, I don't know if you could write negatively about royal family back in the day in England. Like, you know, yeah, to be well, that's what, you know, a lot of people don't realize is back in the day they waited for the news guy. The news guy had to roll into town. And that was your source of news. Yeah, the source of news is that is the same source as everyone else uses, the internet. So it's like, what is your job actually? No, but yeah. now there's a billion news guys. And, That's true. And a, and a half, more than three-quarter billion of them are douches. <laughs> That's true. And I'm being, I'm being generous, Joey. <laughs> I, I can hear you, and you're right. A lot of them think very highly of their opinion. But it's not like you didn't get that vibe on MSNBC or CNN or no, Fox. You know, like, and when I say douches, I'm being friendly too. I mean, it's just, you know, there's just so much like even, okay, so let's just take this real quick. I just want to talk, um, say Joey Rosenberg, um, is a, you know, a dude I know from the New Jersey comedy scene and very sweet, sweet guy. Um, I almost consider this young man like my comedy family. Um, you know, he was around when I came back to comedy a few years ago and, um, you know, we've, we've suffered through some shit, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> And, um, and the dude's, you know, very accessible. He's, uh, you know, he shares his feelings and, uh, I like you, man. You're my brother, baby. You too, man. I'm serious. And I worry about you because every time I see you, you got a different cast on. Like you've been physically harmed in another way. And I'm like, who are you? Cause you're not a problem star. Like everyone loves you. So like, who are you starting fights with? That's always breaking your arm and tweaking your shoulder. Like, what? what? <laughs> I'm not, dude, I'm not. You always look like you just got out of a mosh pit, but like you're not with a black, but there's always stuff, like you don't have any black eyes, no bruises, nothing like that, but you're, you're always in like a very serious looking cat. <laughs> Dude, I think you're fat shaming me in some weird way. Okay, Joey, I think that's what's going on. <laughs> I've never seen fat people with as many cats as you've had. You're not that fat. <laughs> All right. Okay, so... So, um, yeah, so I just wanted to, you know, I like to go into a quick intro of how I know people and stuff. And, uh, you know, I see Joey around and, uh, you know, he's, he's really trying, man. You put yourself out there, dude. You just had a show, right? How did your show go? Show went good. Um, I was hoping that we ended up making money to pay everybody and everything like that. I was hoping I would get another chance to do, do another show after that show went well, because it did, it really did. Everyone did great. Greg and Rob, everyone loved Greg and Rob, Eric Frost. Like, everyone did really well. And what was funny about it was that there were a few people in the audience that, like, they were hard laughers, you know what I mean? Like, you weren't going to get them easily. And they, you could tell, like, they had their opinions. And they didn't back down, but the comics didn't back down either, which is all I could ask for. Like, I, I just don't like when one side gives, and that's something I got to work on, too. Like, with someone's, like, disapproving of a joke I'm saying, I got to, like... <laughs> 
But, like, they didn't back down and neither did the comics. So it was, like, an agree-to-disagree situation as far as, like, with them two. And it was it still lent itself to the show, and it was a good time. And that's, exa- that's all I would want. But because of the new restrictions, um, you know, m- that place is, sh- is shut down for now, That like a lot of places are. And I'm like, oh, God, this is just not what we're... I know that we're only, like, what, supposedly a month and a half, two months away from the when they're starting to, you know, put the vaccines out. And at, to that point, I say... What now, anti-vaxxers? Go fuck yourself. But like... <laughs> yeah, you know? dude. It, you know, it's a really serious time right now. Uh, I'm sure it'll come back, man. Um, you know, I just... I want to share something. I remember one time... Um, when you met me, dude, I was like... I was going through a really tough time when I came back to comedy. And then you had met me, I think I was about a year into coming back to comedy. And... Um, or so, and uh, and I remember people were giving me shit, and then I kind of got past that, and one night you said to me, you said, uh, you know, Quinn, remember when everyone thought you weren't funny? I thought you were funny then. <laughs> uh, that sounds way too, like I read that off of a script. Are you sure I wasn't like, hey, Quinn, I'm trying to tell you I love you, but I can't show you my real emotions, so here's dialogue from a Kevin Bacon movie. <laughs> no, but you said it. Whatever. I don't know the exact verbatim dialogue, but that you were like, uh, remember when everyone else said you weren't funny? Well, I thought you were funny. Like you were just... No, I did not say it like that. You said, I no, but it was, it was sincere. Was, it was sweet, oh I'm God. saying. I'm saying it was sweet. Yeah. I know, but I didn't say, oh, you remember when everyone else did? <laughs> everyone thinks you're funny. I think that, like, like I'm going through a slump bombing, like, left and right lately. I think at that time, because you were fresh fresh back to it, I didn't even know that you had an era before the time that I saw you doing comedy. So, like, yeah. I th- it was a dark time, and, and there was you were kind of getting new to the scene there, especially at, like, Dave's Mike and Olives, and, like, yeah, you yeah. were... You were struggling then, like I've been struggling now, and everybody goes through it at times. It's just more about like taking a second to really see what you, what you actually find funny, because like everyone likes a good work rate and you know going up as much as possible. And I wish I could say that I didn't need to actually sometimes take maybe a week or two to really think of jokes and really just take a second to not grind. Well, so I have right back jokes. Yeah, every you know everybody's got their process, dude. You're very very serious and analytical about the whole process. And listen. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy talking to you about this kind of stuff. But, you know, sometimes you just got to have some fun, man. And I, I've seen you. I see you all the time have fun on stage. And, you know, that's what you got to focus on. You know, that's what I'm trying to focus on myself. Sure. I keep everything about myself. So, anyway, so <laughs> let's um let's let's get into some conspiracies here. What's what's your favorite conspiracy? Joey Rosenberg, if I had to ask you, what's your favorite conspiracy? Tell me right now. My favorite conspiracy, well, this one is just because it, it hit me when I was in Hebrew school. <laughs> um, and the whole 9-11 thing, like how the Israelis were behind 9-11 because they had like, they, they told their people to like stay away from the towers or something. Yeah, okay. I remember so, that was introduced and like people started kind of, because I, I was already in Hebrew school, but even in Hebrew schools, there's usually like, uh, you know, a very right-wing sort of dominated mentality. Yeah. So, so, so you, you, heard, know, you heard the anti-Semitic version. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I heard all about that. And I was like, yeah. the person heard it, I'm like, all right, I'm not saying, you know, like I didn't know anything about it, but I'm like, there's no way that they would have they wouldn't have told anybody else because they would have tried to you know send all those little going out of business stereo stores. They would have set up four kiosks all around that area to wherever <laughs> they told everyone to stay from, and they would have been selling them used VCRs off the street. They didn't do that, so they didn't know the towers were coming down. That's you my know, that's my. You, you know, like uh, you know, Israel gets blamed for a lot of stuff. Um, I tell you, most of the conspiracy people, most of them, a lot of them, um, have uh, Jewish conspiracies and stuff. So, I mean, you know, it's just like when I hear shit like that, it's just I kind of just give it a blank stir, a blank stare, blank stir, <laughs> a blank stare, a blank stare, because it's just, you know, whatever, you know, you have to have facts to back it up, you know, yeah. um, so there's a lot of that. And, there's a lot of that out there where where like. But, but then there's times where, like, a lot of the bankers that did end up cra- causing the 2008 crash happened to be Jewish. And then there's, like, then there's, you know, Jerry Heller. If you, I don't know if you know the, sto- know the story of NWA, but he was, like, their manager happened to be Jewish. And he, like, you know, 
their contract yeah. would come light, and it's like Jewish lawyers really ripped off a lot of musicians in the music industry. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, I wish there wasn't this much truth in that stereotype. No, well, you know, <laughs> I, I dated I dated this chick, very nice woman, chick, I shouldn't call her chick, very nice, um, you know, woman. She was actually a Hebrew teacher, and, um, you know, I would, you know, we talk about stuff, she lived in Israel and stuff, and what she said was that, um, you know, Jews, nobody wanted to hire them back in the day. So they would just pool all their money together and they would lend money. That's how they made their living. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it's like that. They're just trying, like, and lawyers, nobody wanted to be a lawyer back in the day. <laughs> nobody wanted to be a lawyer. And the Jewish people were, you know, say they were so smart and so used to surviving all the fucking tyranny. That they were like, right. okay, we'll be lawyers, and now they're fucking good at it. You know, I mean, right. what, do you, what do you want? You I would know? love to see the old lawyers from, like, the 20s and 30s do those commercials that those ambulance-chasing lawyers do now. I got it. You're going to hit by a straight bullet, see? I'm going to sue them, see? I mean, dude, oh, yeah. yeah. There's Irish ambulance-chasing lawyers, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could find a Quinn ambulance chasing lawyer, and he's probably fucking great. Okay, <laughs> probably he could definitely get you off of that parking ticket. I mean, <laughs> oh my god! So I don't know, man. And that's what it is. I mean, a lot of people get chased away by stuff like that. You know, when they start bringing people's beliefs into it, um, yeah, and they get chased away by it because it does sound sound kooky. And I think honestly, that's a device a lot of times. When you hear yeah. some kook talking about serious information, he's disqualifying all the serious information. You know? Yeah. He throws some anti-Semitic stuff on the end of it, and it ruins all the good stuff, too. I know, man. Hitler had the first anti-smoking campaign. A lot of people... <laughs> Look at what we came to find out about that. Like, what I, I'm forced to give Hitler credit for the... And let me tell you something, Quinn. My, my uncle, in particular, has never had a single nice thing to say about me. I have found one nice thing to say about Hitler. So... <laughs> It's very strange, you know. But yeah, call you your uncle up. We'll get him on the phone right now. I got some questions for your uncle, okay? All right? I'll, I'll get you his number. I'll set up a thing. You know? We'll do a thing at the place. He's got, he's got to be a comedian, though, if he comes on this fucking show. He's got to go do some time. And he, he talks a lot. He thinks he's Italian, but like, and then he married a Dominican woman, so he also thinks he's Dominican. He thinks Whoa. It's weird Whoa. Oh, my name's Anthony. What, what does thinking your Italian mean? Whoa. <laughs> Uh, he'll, he'll, he'll be the loudest one in what he calls like a low end Guinea places that he goes to. He'll say it loudly. So all the other Italians in there hear him. Oh he'll be, my God. he'll pull out a wad of like twenties or whatever. He'll, he'll, you know, give it to the waitress to try and slide it into the, not the bra. I'm not going to say that. I'll try and slide it into the fucking, uh, the, the, that, that notebook pouch for him. Just like old school machismo. You know, like you saw it in Raging Bull or something bullshit. People love the the Italian thing. People love, uh, you know, the 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 Guinea stuff. Um, this this dude I'm working with down in the city doing this comedy thing. He's this Polish guy, and he's like, people like to be around you because you're a party guy. You're happy. <laughs> he's like, you're happy, and you know. You, and I go, well, I'm Sicilian. He goes, I know you are. <laughs> I was like, are you calling me a dancing guinea, you motherfucker? <laughs> Holy shit. But I don't know, yeah, man. I mean, it's, there's, it's, there's a way to kind of like, there's a, that's one thing I've gotten lost a lot of the time with, with uh, being able to joke with people is that like, yeah, a lot of racial humor, most racial humor is not good. But if, if there was like an agreed upon line to which everybody could take it and know it was, it, it was okay, like cause they used to think that that was the case and they didn't realize how like oh, almost yeah. none of translated back to white guys but now it's like as long as there's a, there has to be some suspension of you know your what your your political beliefs and stuff like that so, because otherwise you, you know you're not you, whatever fight you're fighting you're not gonna fit it in a comedy club you know what i mean like like ruining somebody's set if it's a bad set especially if it, because it had like a weird racial undertone believe me the comic will, will hear about it right then and there no, yeah. nothing else but like but actually like upending an entire set because they said something that might not align with your belief. It's like, well, at that moment during a comedy show, your belief, like, you're part of the audience. You have a role. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, the 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 thing is, there's really no line that's ever gonna be drawn, you know. But you know, the line changes so much now that it's hard to get even close to it. 
you know? And what I say is if you think somebody's a racist because they say racist shit, listen to the rest that are said. Listen to their podcast. Go have a conversation with them. I mean, it's easy to tell if somebody's a racist, dude. It's not just one word in their act. You know what I'm saying? It's it's true. And granted, I feel like there are some, you know, like, I'm not perfect, but I've heard people try and ride that line when they weren't ready with their set. You know, it's something I'm terrified of doing, so I'd never do it. So kudos just for having the balls to do that. But God, it didn't go well. And it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I'll put it this way. Like, this, this is the way I'd put it. I think that if there's a conspiracy out there, it's that the, the, they people kind of fall in line when it comes to, like, oh, you can't joke about this, about that. And I think that benefits uh, like government's ability to censor us. If well, they yeah, kind of, yeah. Uh, it, it's or, the media, dude. The media shapes what how we feel about things, right? So that's it's the media is is making us censor ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I have and, a wizard and, hat. I have a wizard hat, by the way. I didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> I did not know that. that was, hold on, I'm gonna write now, that down. Gonna, now you know, down. motherfucker. But I mean, I mean, that's it. And the media has always done it. Right? Yeah, they 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 are they're they're, they're, they're shitsters. They're like they're like the, the person who instigates a fight when two people who are angry but otherwise level-headed might not have fought. So, you understand? Yeah. So like the guy, right? We were talking about the guy with the horse. Everybody was waiting for the guy with the news, right? So whoever it was that gave that that you know, however he got the news, whoever gave him the news that he was getting. You think they gave him the absolute truth? No, you know? absolutely not. You don't even know the hundred percent truth about things that have happened recently. Like, like there's entire records yeah. from the space launch that are gone. You know, just because the the the, the way that they filmed okay. them. All right, so all right, so let's get into this now. Let's get into this. So this is I talk about the alien thing a lot because I'm perplexed. I'm perplexed by it. I'm I'm like I don't even think fascinated is the right word. I'm I'm annoyed by it in a way because I want to believe it, but the more I hear about it the more it just sounds bullshit to me. Like the stuff that they, <clears throat> the records that they take away, <coughs> excuse me, well, like, it like all has to do with like performance stuff, stuff that you can't fake. You know? So I don't know. It, it's it's And now they're saying there's colonies on the Mars. So okay, so Joey Rosenberg on Quinspiracy right now. Okay. Has there been aliens from another planet, from another planet that have come to planet Earth and stepped foot on this planet. Go. Mm, yeah, I, I would say there's definitely <laughs> been things, unless they're hiding in plain sight. You know, there's just been. <laughs> I knew you were going to say yes, just so you know. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I believe there has to be. You know, like I don't know. I just judged no. you. I just judged you about the paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you know, it's just because like I've spent so much time down the rabbit holes and so many channels and fucking books, like you know. And then when I was in high school, there was like those uh, on the History Channel. Those were the first kind of junkie UFO file type of shows. Yeah. So you know, like okay. Kind of so yeah. And so that's so this is it. So the the leading UFO guys, they say right off the bat that ninety to ninety five percent of everything, all the UFO stuff is bullshit. They say that, yeah. and they will not. They have no problem saying that, right? So when I have somebody say that to me, that makes me think that everything's bullshit. You know, if you went anywhere and they told you, hey, 95% of all this is crap, would you even stay? <laughs> it's, you know, it's that kind of approach that it's funny that that's the way it is because Judaism actually has a similar approach where when you come in, like, like that you're encouraged to ask questions. I had some trouble with that because I was in much more religious sects, but overall, like Judaism encourages question asking, like, which, like, the Catholic Catholics uh, back in the day, they didn't really encourage asking questions. You kind of had to, you know, do what you were told and things like that. So it's funny that their whole thing is to also be like, no, we're, you know, 95% of this is wrong. So you're, you're, like, almost saying, like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you can ask questions because we're still asking questions just about this part of it. It's just, it's funny how they both kind of came out on their shield like that about that. Well, the thing is, I'm just saying is, it's just... <sighs> Listen, you know, I want to believe Joey. That's why I'm a little, that's why I get a little frustrated about this particular topic because there's just so much stuff. There's like hundreds and thousands of people. They're saying millions of people have been abducted, even if it's just thousands. 
get try to well, get try to get a few thousand people to really agree about anything. And I'm not talking about a like on Instagram. I'm talking about stories. No, you know? I know. I, as far as abduction stories, those ones are like there's aspects of of the of ufology that like that that I really can't attest to. They're they're great stories, but you know, without a person personal firsthand experience, and I wouldn't expect anybody to believe a personal firsthand experience. You know, I can't really attest to that. I've seen things that I you know. Oh, oh like, that was my next they, question. Have you seen a UFO, Joey? Tell me the truth. It's okay. I'm Anthony Quinn. Well, Tell us. <laughs> Let me think. I they, Let me were, think. Let me think if I've ever seen a UFO. Because I didn't really know what it was. Pretty much, I was You're on my fucking killing me. Uh, I was on. Um, I was on my old chocolate, like Verizon chocolate phone, or whatever. Remember those things? <laughs> I don't remember and, them. Uh, I don't remember them. But anyway, go they're, ahead. They were they were they were cool at the time. But like, I was on the camera, and then I was uh, pointing toward myself and the the sun in the back of me. And uh, I look, I'm seeing like a red, like orb. Oh, okay. I'm looking. But I'm looking, I keep on turning around, and nothing is actually there, but this thing is still there. On the camera. And, it's just on the camera. Yeah, yeah it, it, it's uh, definitely very high up, and it's like, but, but it could have been a glare, you know, anything like that, but it, it just, it, you know, I, I'm, I'm pretty, my skepticism is going to call this a glare, and I was, you know, watching a lot of UFO stuff at the time, but like, as far as straight up, you know, things of that nature, no, I've had like supernatural, well, like, I'll tell you like a sort of a ghost story that I had, like never alien stuff, but this is like... Okay, all right, so this is the next subject. This is the next subject. Okay, we'll we'll skip to this one. Is there ghosts, Joey Rosenberg, is there such things as ghosts? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, so before you tell your story, do you think that it's people or do you think it's just a phenomenon like maybe different dimensions or something? Uh, I, those are both possible to me. I think it's... Uh, something about an emotional attachment to a place and the only way I can kind of approach that as possible, like think that that's possible, is because I feel certain emotions when I go to certain places too, like back to my parents' house or things like that. You do sort of have emotional connections to certain places. and Dude, you know, you just- I'm with you. So really, when you see a ghost, it's just part of like, you know, in your in your own head, right? I, I think it's usually the, the place, you know, something about the place. Is, uh, it's hard to say. I know that there's what they call okay. like... Uh, things where they just repeat the same 10 seconds over and over because their life ended in a tragic way or something or there's others where they're like wandering spirits and i have like at least a couple of experiences on that end that i would like say i, I believe in uh, the supernatural the alien thing is like yeah conceptually i think it's very possible just because of how big the universe is there has to be aliens out there that probably found you know i'm just talking about planet earth i just i i think about i want to know about planet earth i'm talking about all this ufo yeah. stuff they're saying that there's going to be a big reveal they've been saying it forever They've been saying yeah. that was supposed to be the next like big world war was supposed to be against the aliens. And yeah. um dude, JFK, right? I just Didn't think Yeah, they're saying JFK got killed because of alien shit. I mean, it's just bullshit, dude. I think it's all bullshit. So, um anyway, so okay, so tell me about your ghost experience. Uh okay. So I was about 11 years old. And I was sleeping in my brother's room because he was sleeping at a friend's that night. And the only light in the room, you remember those uh, cable boxes that just had like the green, just the clock, it would say what time it was and like that light green light would come off it? Yeah, 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 I got you. So that was the only light in the room. It's about 2.30 in the morning because uh, the alarm clock's next to me. And uh, I hear my mom's voice at the door. Uh, she called me by my Hebrew name, Joseph. And it was 2.30 in the morning, so there was no reason why she'd be awake. She's been out for hours. And I'm like, yeah, no response. Yeah. And then there was started to be like a knocking on the door. Like someone was knocking from the outside on the door. And then the knocking started spreading through the walls and to like the bed around me, like the whole room was just knocking really loudly. Like I thought, <laughs> Oh my God, nobody else hearing this. And I hit my, I hit my head under my blanket for what felt like forever, but then I noticed the knocking stopped, and then I looked at the clock, and only about two minutes had gone by. Mm. And that, that, I don't know how I got to sleep the rest of that night. I think I left the TV on for the rest of the night, but uh, I don't know what the fuck happened. And how there. old were you? I was about 11, I believe, 12. Mm, okay. 
All right, so I mean, that's you know, when you're 11 or 12, that's a that's a memory you can you can remember pretty well. Okay. Yeah. Shit like that, like I, like that happened once, but then I've had. But does that happen? Do you have weird dreams and stuff? Does that happen a lot, kind of stuff, or no? Not really. Uh, I smoke too much weed to have dreams. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that I'm uh, just being just being real, keeping it 100 with you on that one. But um, as far as you know, experience like there was that experience. Then I had another experience that was kind of weird. Where uh, I'll keep it short. I know I don't want to just keep you all with stories. I'm sorry about that. No, <laughs> no, no. Whatever, dude. It's cool. So you were talking about is this the spirit story now? Yeah, yeah. This okay. Is, this is that, right. that side. Okay. So go ahead. So I was uh I was I was going to school in New York on uh 83rd and Bennett at a place called Broyers, which is a very religious school, black hat, you know, all that. I was about seven. Um, it was Friday. We were getting out at 12:30, so I was outside already, going to the van because it was everybody else was from that neighborhood. All the other Jewish kids were like from around the corner. Uh, but there was one van for all the kids from Jersey, so I was on my way out to that. And I look both ways to cross the street because uh, I've been going to that school for a couple of years at that point. So even being from New Jersey, I knew to just like really check both ways vigilantly. <laughs> and look, <laughs> you're I out look, of your fucking mind. You know that though, I, right? So go ahead. Go I, ahead. I, I know, trust <laughs> me. But I look both ways, and there's nothing. I'm telling you, Quinn. I look. There's there's no cars coming, and it's it, it, there's just nothing. And then I'm about to cross the street, and I hear again someone scream my name, like Yo, save. And I know exactly whose voice that was. That was like the secretary. Um, I, I forget her name now, but I remember thinking like, that's her voice. So I turn around thinking like, oh, maybe I fucked up and just didn't close her door on the way out or something. But I turn around and I don't see her anywhere. So then I'm like, okay, I'm about to just go across the street again to the van. And I'm telling you, Quinn, the biggest fucking garbage truck you've ever seen blows right past me. And it's impossible, like in that short of time, like the... the the turn to get onto that block was like easily 50 feet away. Like it would have taken time and I would have heard it. So like, why didn't I see that when I was going to cross the first time? And where the fuck did she go? Like, I don't see her. Do you think she saved you from getting hit by the truck? I like, yeah, but then where was she? Like I looked around (laughs) for for a few seconds. I'm just like, maybe you have a guardian angel, dude. I know people that believe in angels. They say angels are watching over us at all the time. They believe in orbs that there's orbs around us. Yeah, I, I've talked to all kinds. I've talked to people that are pet psychics, people that are regular psychics. Yeah, dude. You know? So, um, like, the okay. supernatural, I'm more of an inclined to believe based on my experiences about that than I am about aliens. Aliens, I just acknowledge as being possible just because of how vast the universe is. But paranormal stuff is something I'm more, also a skeptic about, but I'm more keen to, like, uh, you know, I never want to go on any hunts or anything. I'm not that type of fucking interest in it, but it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the problem is, is that the, the ghost hunts you see on TV are bullshit. You know, and the, like, okay, so, okay, so let, let's, let's get off this for a second, because we don't want to anger, anger any of the spirits, okay, Joey? <laughs> That's fine. I'm, like, I, I was just going where I thought the podcast was going anyway, jeez. <laughs> You're angering the spirits, Joey, stop it. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> um... But listen, I mean, people believe all kinds of stuff, dude. I, you know, it's it, it's okay to believe this stuff, but when you're a nut about it and you're presenting facts, you know, that are not facts, then that's when I have a problem. Um, to have fun and talk about it and share some of your experiences is how we learn about things, right? Yeah. So, um, all right, I need every brain cell right now. Every brain cell. I need you to breathe. Find your neutral. That- that's kind of insulting. So every brain, <laughs> the few I have left, you fucking asshole. No, you not look just like a you. Brain cell. I say that to everybody. I say it to everybody. I need, I need you to focus. I need. This is a heady question. Very hard question right. to answer. This is. You're gonna have to use all your life experience. Go okay. deep, deep down into your loins. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Bigfoot, yes or no? Go. No. <laughs> you're my man. That's why I love you, Joey. That's why I love you, buddy. That's why I love yeah. you. Um, but dude, do you understand how crazy people are about Bigfoot? I don't know if you understand. I I I, I get the fascination with something like that. I definitely wouldn't want to go to where I think one would hang out. But no, I don't really think that. Especially in the places where, it, like in North America, where they say they spotted them. I mean, like even <laughs> in, in 
more rural states. They're pretty well populated, and the hunters know that area, and it's relatively it's an unusual story. I'm starting to think it's just like guys, you know, and maybe some women too that just don't like their home life, and they just want to like hang out with other people in the woods or something, you know. Dynasty <laughs> mother. Or they're hoping, you know, that they don't have enough people in their life, and they're hoping that maybe they can find Bigfoot, and he'll like, you know, hold them and. <laughs> Give I mean, look, look, look at how much money they made just filming, looking for Bigfoot. Like whether it's real or not, you like you could have had a show for them looking for anything. Like, so okay, so nasty, yeah, this is what made me think about this: is that you were talking about the shows, the ghost shows. Do you ever watch any of those or no? When I was younger with my sister, like like the original Ghost Hunters, the first few seasons of that was like because it was a pretty captivating watch in the beginning, and then over time, I feel like as they got bigger and the demand for that genre got bigger. Uh, there was a lot, a lot more, you know, camera trickery and they were stuff reaching, like that. they were reaching more. Yeah. 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 It was, it was better when it was like those first few kind of simpler seasons. Okay. So, so here's, here's the thing. So the, the first season, right? The first ones where you saw like, wow, there maybe is something to this. Now, since you know, it's bullshit, have you gone back and watched those? Uh, yeah. Uh, but not. Like, when they're on TV, because a lot of them are in reruns. So when they're on, maybe I'll, like, put one on. But I can't watch it for long just because it's almost like listening to an album that you listen to a lot in high school. It's, like, maybe gotcha. occasional. But, no, so, so I'm saying, so now that you know that the, the other ones are bullshit, do the original ones seem more bullshit to you now, or...? They seem like, you know, they, they, they're, they're inaccurate, definitely, some of them, but they okay. hold more water than the later ones. It's almost like okay. the late album. You know, the later ones are always watering. I think I think they were closer to trying to be at least somewhat genuine in those first few. <laughs> but well, so what I'm saying is not that were they being genuine. So was there something that you like you actually think they were in contact with something or they were just it was just a good show? Like, were they on to something? Was there ghost there? Was there some kind of paranormal experience that you witnessed on that show? It, this is the thing. It's like with any other experience. I wasn't there. I watched it on it. I, I meant when you watched it, did you did you see, like, were you convinced in any way that there was a paranormal experience? Or, like, looking back on it now, it was just kind of a cool idea? I'd say it was 50-50. I'd say looking on okay. it now, especially with the direction the others have gone in, like more, uh, what's the word, uh, grandiose sometimes, or over the top, like really over the top of the investigative shit. Like, it's like Jesus, it's just I don't. It feel like it doesn't know what it is. But yeah. in the in the beginning, it was already kind of a skeptical sort of. Yeah, watch. I mean, yeah, cool. yeah. That's why it's that's why there there is a show because it's skeptical. But you know, I watched the debunkings of things sometimes, and um, I watched this debunking of the ghosts. Um, they were like very famous ghost people. And they, they, um, there was a backstory, and it was bullshit. The backstory was bullshit, but you could find it out on the internet if you yeah. looked. Like, they set up some way to find it out on the internet, and it was bullshit. And the, the psychics came, the ghost people came, and, like, three or four of them had that story. You know, they all, you know, and they just debunked it. So when there's, like, deathbed confessions and that stuff debunked, it kills it. You know, so yeah. I don't know. And listen, I'm, that's not where I'm coming from on this. I like this stuff. I like it. But I want to know, I want to really like it. You know what I'm saying? I want to know that it's real and really like it. Um, it's like with anything else. It's like, it's like with the news. It's like there's enough real shit going on that they don't have to kind of embellish and, and underreport some things and overreport others. Like there's enough real shit going on where there should be time spread around to things other than politics and things like that. But it's just not that way. But they don't. They embellish it It's because they're manipulating everything. They're, they're spinning everything. They're spinning yeah. everything. I had somebody on the other day and they were like, well, the, the information is not manipulated. And I said, okay, well, it's spun then. You know, it's spun. Everything's a spin, so. All right. I think it, it, it's like uh, for lying by omission. You know what I mean? It's more like that. It's not technically lying if they don't ever talk about it. So it's more It's more of that. It's not direct lying, and but it's, it's, it's by omission. It's something that they don't have to mention when they're making their point. It's okay. actually even out there now. Oh, I have it, but it, it, it shows you the top headlines. And it weighs it on like what it's slanting, right, left, or central, and it's actually pretty accurate. Like it, sh it shows you how different an article can be depending on where you're hearing it from. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So okay, so so Joey Rosenberg, another 
tough question. We asked the tough questions here on Quinspiracy. <laughs> so, so if you had to say, what's the most legit conspiracy? Something where like you really think something happened, not 9-11, anything but 9-11 because we touched on 9-11 already. So something that you really think was just not right, that you really believe there was a conspiracy. What, what, what would be your answer to that? I would say, well, let me pick one that's still thought of as a conspiracy because a lot of them have been proven true, you know, like, uh, you know, our bullshit reasons for going to Iraq and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, what, it's very loose hearted, man. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I'm not, I'm just saying like, you know, a lot of people's, you said you're the first time you ever saw, like you ever realized the conspiracy was the 9-11 was the, the Israeli one, right? Yeah. Okay. So a lot Our, of people, go ahead. I would say there's a couple, but it, well, one that I personally identified with was uh, the assassination of Bobby Kennedy. Oh because, yeah! Oh yeah! Like, that, yeah. For what it was, like, it, 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 and not in a disrespectful way, there was just a few different things that could have happened that all make relative sense. And then there's even the things that are even a stretch, like are in the in the ballpark of possible with that. But like with Bobby Kennedy, it was just very very. It was just the, the guy claimed to have no memory. There was no associate. Like it was just a clean slate going in and coming out with it. A guy has the, he has the same first and last name. It was almost like, like came out of nowhere. It was almost like an MK Ultra experiment gone wrong or something. This yeah, guy just fucking yeah. They say it was and something they, called Operation Caterpillar where they would, uh, um, like you, you slipped a word and, um, and uh, this is, dude, I'm glad you brought that up because that's a great one. Um, but you know, you have to look at the other side of it. Like, their big thing, the conspiracy people say, why was he in the kitchen? Why was he in the kitchen? How did he know he was going to be there at that time? But a lot of times, famous people do leave and enter through the kitchen. Yeah, especially then. Like, like that was probably the way that, you know, they, because they probably had the front and back door surrounded. And yeah. and his dirty was kind of but pulled he, away right then, which is weird. And, he had just gone to some um, some retreat, like some kind of like retreat, some kind of personal healing retreat. And something like that. There's there's a lot to it. But when he first got arrested, Sirhan Sirhan, he was saying all that kind of stuff. Like, I don't remember it, all that stuff. Then he was in jail for a while. And he's still alive. I'm pretty yeah. sure he's still alive. He was he's in jail for, for a while. And then he changed his story. You know? And basically, when you're in jail, dude, you want to live. You know? <laughs> uh, it's or you're exactly where you know, and and just the like at least with JFK, there's it, it's in the weeds, but there's at least names and faces that we could kind of look at. There, there was uh, several exhaustive investigations and pretty questionable uh, conclusions in some of them, but like with, with Bobby Kennedy, it's so because I think with Bobby Kennedy, that's when the United States really the, the end of one era was over, where there was a lot of like progressive things going on a lot of and then it started the era of the united states where from that point on and it's going through right now it's still in the same era but that was the like when jfk got shot that was that was definitely something because it's the fucking president getting assassinated not long after world war ii like it's it's it, you know cold war is going on yeah. but with bobby kennedy that was like as far as within the within the united states the yeah. domestic input of like that that hope going out because he was really i have great, i have some good books that were before the internet like really before the internet was real big um, and honestly, I mean, if you want to know about this stuff, I would try to get books, be, you know, that were pre-internet, um, because, uh, you know, that's, that has some very interesting stuff, you know, very, like, even they say when he shot the, I'm trying to remember, it was something about the way the shots came out. There was like a lot of them and they didn't, they, 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 no, I'm talking about with uh, Sirhan Sirhan with the shooting in the kitchen. There's something about the way the shots came out and that he hit his height. He wasn't tall or something, something like that. There's, there's definitely questions about it. And, but then he recanted and admitted it after a while, you know, after he was in jail for years or however long, you know, I don't know. You're right, man. It's, it's just, that's one that just never, for the amount of 
implications that his death had, for there to be as little information as there is on Jaron Tiron and why and how, and it was just I I'll I'll yeah. never really believe exactly what happened there. Yeah, I mean, you know, and the one thing I'm I'm hearing in a lot of these conspiracy theories, and that I heard back in the day, was that JFK was really a dude that was doing shit. Um, and he was really the last president that had any true power. And I think that um, maybe his brother, they were like, no, we can't have this dude either. So, you know, I'm not a conspiracy nut, but I agree that that does seem suspicious to me. Yeah. You know? It's strange. You know, they weren't uh, the best either. I mean, don't forget, their father, Joe Kennedy, was a fucking monster. Yeah. So, like, yeah. he was and, just... Uh, yeah. yeah, and... And Martin Luther King, too, the way he was assassinated. They say that they gave him a balcony room. The original room that he had was inside the hotel. And then they switched it and his manager made him get a balcony room. I mean, there's just, there's so much to it. His family believes that Earl Ray didn't do it. They embrace Earl Ray, the guy, James Earl Ray, I think his name is. They embrace him. They're trying to help him get out of jail. There's, there's a lot of that. There's People really forget how long and how deeply the mob was in the United States. Yeah, that's a fucking conspiracy, dude. Like, Is there like, aliens in Antarctica? No, there's not. But By the time, by the time uh, like, uh, J. Edgar Hoover was, you know, people he came to knew about, but by the time he came like a public figure in the 60s, he'd been in the FBI. He was like the head of the FBI for like 30 years at that point. And that guy was a notorious psychopath doing all kinds of shit, a lot of which we don't even know because his secretary burned a lot of his files when he died. Like, so that was deeply rooted in, in all facets of life. And I think that Martin Luther King, Bobby Kennedy, to some extent JFK, like, you know, Malcolm X, all, the, all these guys were the casualties in that war where, like, a, a lot of that mob stuff started to kind of die. They started to kind of go to jail, things like that, but there was still, like, a power... Uh, a, a, a grabbing at the power that was yeah. left behind. Well, a, a, you know, a lot of people think everybody's, they think it's a big cabal and the 1% of the world is all together. There probably is some kind of a cabal-ish type of thing, but they don't all like each other, you know? Yeah. You know, like, they, you know, they're not, they're not looking to work with each other. They're, they'll, they'll go against us together. So I don't know. I mean, there's, there's definitely some sinister shit that rich people do. Absolutely. No doubt about that. But, you know, is there like the CIA, right? Okay, so real quick, we're going to wrap up pretty soon. But the CIA, what do you think about the CIA? Um, I think they, it's tough for me to comment on it because, you know, uh, I have family that doesn't work for them, but they're, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Um, the CIA has kind of a bad track record. Well, in terms of all professional conduct, like didn't they get busted with a bunch of hookers in Cuba when they were supposed to be like guarding some people or something like that? Like, and they, and they do this a lot. <laughs> yeah, you know. So the, the CIA, I think, is one of the most overblown things in conspiracy theory. Um, I think it's um, you know something that was uh, made to like uh, kind of um, uh, uh, rival the FBI type of deal, um, but I think it gets blamed for a lot of things. And I think they, I think the powers that be want us to think the CIA is way more powerful than they actually are. Um, I think they want everything. They want us to think everything is like that. Because who's in the CIA, dude? You're telling me that the people in the CIA work overtime because they care about us? <laughs> you know? It's true, man. I, I, and then you had that whole thing with Snowden and everything that he revealed and I think he's bullshit too. I think I think he's part of. I think that was diversionary. I don't believe Snowden. Really, diversionary from what? I don't know. I just don't. I don't believe that. That was too big. There's. It's like he's. Well, actually, you know what? It's weird, man. Joey. Sometimes I believe one thing, and the next day I'll read it again. Like I read his book, and it's just. I don't know. I. He seems like a nice enough guy. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Like he said, he's exactly what you would want in a whistleblower, you know, just like kind of cordial. <laughs> but he said that he saw all the CIA files and there's no UFO stuff. He said there was no UFO stuff. And in a way, that makes me think, hey, that's what I kind of believe too. But in a way, how could there be nothing, right? 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't think he had the level of access to that information as he thought he did, but okay. that doesn't yeah. that doesn't the, the, the truth of the things that he did point out that have turned out to be true, which were really implicating. And the thing is, people think, could think like, yeah, how did he get that clearance? He was just a low level. Just to get to that position with the resume that he had, you have to be a fucking genius. So when people come at him like he wasn't smart enough or didn't have the clearance to get that, at least the information that he did is, is bullshit. He was he was obviously great at what he did. You know, you know why I just don't like that that much either is because it it got it it um it had such an impact on what everybody believes now. You know, and honestly, didn't you believe that to begin with? I mean, they've been saying that forever. There's been RFID chips on your Gillette razors forever, dude. It's been on Philadelphia cream cheese containers. You know, they track shit. They keep track of stuff. That's what they do. It's a business. You know? I hear that. I just, uh, that would be fine if it were easier to live outside the Matrix and not. Like, like, like if you were living in, in uh, let's say, upstate New York, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cost more than it would in a place like down south just because... It depends, man. It, no, I'm with you, Joey. Listen, I'm not trying to shit. I'm just saying is, is it's just hype, dude. It's media hype, and it's rich people getting richer, dude. You know, and that's it. it. You know, and that's true. you know they want all the money, and they don't want us to have anything. And there you go. You know, I have a wizard right. hat. I have a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> my grandpa had something that my he told my dad like a saying when it came to war. He's like, it's always going to be old men sending young men to die. There you and go. there's little things like that you learn from the previous generation, you know, that and uh, don't trust Mexicans, but I don't believe that. My <laughs> grandfather was wrong. <laughs> so, but, you know, there's another expression called, you got to pick what hill you want to die on, right? Like if everything's falling down around you, you got to pick, you know, pick what you really believe in and stick by it. Yeah, but you keep your mind open because you could have confirmation bias and it's when people really refuse to acknowledge or at least barter back and forth with someone but i'm saying you you have to be in touch with yourself it's all about you it's inner you know inner stuff you know but but a lot of the people that focus on this conspiracy stuff and dude i think i was one of them at one point are unhappy with their lives and they want to fix things by clicking it and hating it and writing somebody an email and the best way to fix things is in your fucking community dude the local politicians are the ones that are fucking you yeah, I think uh, Hunter S. Thompson, like, uh, I always bring this up, but he, he, I think he was running for, like, local office. I could be wrong, but he was running for, like, local office for mayor of some town, and, and his whole thing was, uh, why do you give a fuck about what was happening in Washington? Most of their decisions aren't going to affect you directly. I'm trying to be your mayor. What I look around here. Yeah, that's it, dude. I mean, you know, I don't know. And then, but that's what happens, Joey. People go into it, and then they're they're idealistic, and, they're, and then they, all of a sudden, they get corrupted. You know, I, yeah. maybe not even to the point where they're embezzling or or it's criminal corruption, but it's still corruption. You're still tainted. They get tainted. Tainted. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I know all about tainted, Joey. <laughs> yeah, man. You love getting tainted. <laughs> all right, listen, we're going to wrap up. But listen, um, plug your show that you just had. What was it? Because people can go see it, right? I have it on my IGTV on Instagram at uh, JR Comedy underscore shows. That is JR Comedy underscore shows. Um, yeah, it's a couple videos back. You'll see it instantly. The whole show is called The Killing in the Name of Comedy Show. You know, kind of like the Rage Against the Machine song. And, um, cool. So that Wobble Club, I'm hoping that when the restrictions lighten up, whenever the F that might be, that I'll get to do that, that show again. Have a couple other people. Because I already have a bunch of comments. I'd love to book for that. Yeah, I heard it was great, man. I heard it was good, man. Absolutely. I appreciate who, that. Who headlined the show? Who was the headliner? His name is Eric Frost. He's from New York City. He's a really good. He's great. He's a great comic. He slept uh, at my wow. house that night. Wow. Wow. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys... So you get, you know, not have to worry about how to get home. You know, you just go party. <laughs> Did you spoon at all or no? Just a little comedy spooning? No? Oh, no I gave him my comforter, though, so I was sleeping with <laughs> that night for him. So you're welcoming. I gave him my comforter. He used my comforter? <laughs> He smelled great, though. He didn't leave any fucking weird-ass stains or smells or odors or, like, you know, boot marks. Nothing no, nothing undesirable. He didn't leave anything undesirable. No. Eric Frost, everybody. He smells good. No stains. Go listen no. to that fucking guy. No right. stains. 
So um, what's your so plug? You have any shows or anything coming up? What do you have? Well, they, they kind of shut shit down, but anything coming up or? No, not at the moment. I'm, I mean, I'm going to keep going to shows wherever they come up. I'm just going to be supportive as I can, and then whenever I, I happen upon a booking, I'll take it. You know, okay, so you plugged your you plugged you plugged you plugged your um your your Instagram. Yep. And on Facebook, you're just Joey Rosenberg, right? That's me, my little gym name. And yeah. I know you love Facebook, right? All you guys. I uh, I deactivated my account about like five days ago. I just I want to take some time away from that. Okay, so real quick, real quick, what what is it about Facebook that stresses you out that Instagram doesn't? That's not uh, the best way to put it. What stresses you out about Instagram that doesn't stress you out about about what stresses you out about Facebook that doesn't stress you out about Instagram? Uh, Facebook, it hit me when I was a uh, freshman year of high school, and it was a really big, innovative thing at the time. There was MySpace before that, but my, it was, Facebook was, like, from four more kids my age, and uh, ever since then, like, uh, some way or another, usually what I'm doing or, or what I've done is, is documented on there. So you have kind of a more relationship as you went from, like, childhood into at least adolescence, and for the most part, adulthood so far for people. And I, I have the same account. I never deleted the account that I had. Like, it was the same first account that I had. So... It's uh, it's sometimes it's harder to pull your stuff away because some people you only have connections to via Facebook. But then you have things like the Messenger app where you can still talk to people, but deactivate your Facebook, which is a welcome break. Because I don't know about you, but I really you know, I spent on it. That's so, an interesting perspective. Okay, because it's like it kind of seems like you know you know a lot of people, and sometimes you just you know you need to 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 ice you know you need to find yourself a little bit. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's dude. I honestly, I I really don't like Facebook myself. Um, I like it like putting pictures of my baby so people can see him, people that love him. Um, and you know we're comedians, so you got to kind of do social media. You know, I'm trying to learn more about Instagram. Um, so do you do a TikTok? No, I actually tried to film a couple of videos and I liked them, and I ended up putting them on my Instagram, but they're too long for TikTok. So I'm like, I think I, I think I got to trim some fat off my act before I can do TikTok. Okay. All right. All right. But now, I mean, I'm going to be going out there and I'm going to be doing as many shows as I can as I get them. But really just for now, except for as I post my, like, what else can I do? Most people at our level and above us, a lot of comics way above us are shut down. Also, there's only so much you can do. So if you like, I would just say that I'm, I'm going to go and I'm going to try and be at any comedy show that's going on just to support it. I want to see what's going on. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to be away from it for that long. And, I'm going to be practicing my shit, and hopefully I'll be able to start my show soon. Have that Quinn on there. Okay. All right. We're going to have you on my other podcast, Food Addict. And uh, this has been Joey Rosenberg. We'll talk to you soon, Joey. Love you, Quinn. Cheers, man. Love you, too. All right, everybody. Yes, that's my friend, Joey Rosenberg. He thinks a lot about stuff. (laughs) I love that dude, man. Very genuine guy. If you get a chance, go see his stuff. He's definitely funny. My name is Anthony Quinn. This has been Quinnspiracy. Cheers.